Hello, welcome to another bonus edition of the Car Doctor radio program. This time we're going to be talking about how to improve road safety with the folks from Driving Skills for Life, a program sponsored by Ford Motor Company. Stay tuned. Hey, thanks, John, for having me. My name is Nolan Kederberg. I'm the program manager of the Ford Driving Skills for Life program. Uh, the Ford Driving Skills for Life program is a teen safe driving program. Uh, we've been doing it for 18 years now. We go all across the country. We're actually international in scope. We've been in 46 countries and trained over a million people. But it's all about giving teens and parents skills beyond what they learn in driver's education. Uh, we started the program with a partner called the Governor's Highway Safety Association uh, and really did a lot of research about why teens are crashing. Uh, so we found that they lack experience in particular in four key areas. So that's what we focus on. So it's vehicle handling, speed and space management, and hazard recognition. Uh, we also talk about things like distracted and impaired driving, which are you know on the rise as well. And it's all about making them safer behind the wheels. So thanks so much for having me, John. And you, you mentioned, we'll jump right to impaired driving first. In the five states that I work with, uh, marijuana is legal in most of them now. Um, and no one's quite sure how to handle that issue because it's very hard to, it's one thing if you've been drinking, you get a breathalyzer test and you're sober or not basically with a, with impairment when it comes to marijuana, it becomes more difficult. And we have a program called Shifting Gears, which brings some of that marijuana education to high schools and colleges. And we've found out that the same kids that would never get into a car with someone who's been drinking don't think anything about getting into a car with someone who's been smoking weed. Are you finding the same kind of thing? You know, it's, it's unfortunate that there's been a rise on people driving impaired, whether it be marijuana or other drugs out there. And, and it's, yeah, it's the same thing. People don't really think it that bothers them. I, I've heard people say that they think they're a better driver because they drive slower if they're impaired on, on marijuana. And that's definitely not the case at all. I mean, if you feel different, you're going to drive different. And that's that's key. Everybody has to realize that. And as a passenger in the car, I personally would never get in the car with anybody who's impaired. That's that's a, a recipe for disaster. So you have to make the right decisions out there. You need to speak up. And if you feel different, you're driving different. So make sure you're, you're you know, you're making the right choices. Yeah, absolutely. And you brought up the idea that uh, lack of experience, and that's certainly something we see. I mean, nobody you know, whether it's a state that has 30 hours of classroom and another 12 hours of behind the wheel training, it basically gets you to the point of being able to get your license, but it's not, it doesn't mean you're a good driver. In fact, it takes, I, you know, I've heard that it takes up to five years to become basically good at anything. There's very few people that can pick up a guitar and, you know, three months later, they're, you know, they're, playing the guitar perfectly it just doesn't happen and it's the same thing with your car and some of the things that you teach in your driving skills for life people people can drive for years and never know what anti-lock brakes feel like right absolutely uh you you nailed it i mean learning to drive successfully is a lifelong learning process you can always learn more get more skill set um and and to get a license these days it, it is quite easy i mean i know with the pandemic uh, we were seeing it that some states were shifting to total online uh, in order to get a license. And, and really, we want to see people get more experience. 
That's the whole point of going through the graduated driver's licensing is to slowly get experience before you're out on your own and driving in different situations. Uh, because it, it, no, research shows as you gain experience, you're going to be a better driver. Hopefully you'll make the right decisions. Uh, but again, everybody can learn and everybody can be better. We, we even talked to the parents out there and they've been driving for a long time. They might have some bad habits they formed over the years. So you really need to make the right decisions. And if you're a parent out there, you got to remember you are a role model. So whatever you're doing in the car, your teen is going to do the exact same thing. So if you're texting or you're driving quick, uh, God forbid you drive without your seatbelt, guess what? Your teen is going to do the exact same thing. So be a good role model. Yeah, we, we like to, and this isn't 100% true, but we like to say that, you know, your kids have been watching you drive since the day they came home from the hospital. Hopefully they're rear facing and not watching you, but still, but essentially they, they have been, and they've been watching you since the first time they could comprehend what you were doing. And the same thing, you, the, the model behavior is, is very important. And also, uh, you know, being a narrative driver, you know, if you have a, a teen in the car that's learning to drive and you're the one who's driving kind of tell them what you're doing when you're doing it all makes a lot of sense. You, you know, one of the other things that I'm sure you have found out, um, the more teens you put in the car, the more dangerous the car becomes, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, everybody here is distracted driving and they point right, right to the cell phones, which is a huge problem. Don't get me wrong. But if you look at studies, having one to two additional passengers, if you're a teenager in an experienced situation, it can really be a hazardous situation and it leads to more crashes. So again, it's all about minimizing the distractions and again, that's where some of the GDL laws, the graduated driver's license laws come in, where they restrict the amount of passengers you have or the hours you can drive. And it's it's all about giving you experience and, and a, a timely matter to make sure you get out there and drive safe. You know, if you look at all the crashes in the United States, 94% of them are due to human error. So we can definitely do better and, and save a lot more lives out there. Yeah. And you know, we, we look at all of these types of things and we look at crashes and this year it looks like we're going to be 40,000 fatalities on the road this year. And that number was as low as I think seven, eight, nine years ago it was down in the low thirties um, at Ford and through driving skills for life. What other reasons are you seeing that are causing these numbers to pop up? Yeah. So yeah, you, you nailed it, it for the last you know, 20 years or so, the numbers have steadily been going down. And, and you know, there's a lot of different things from better vehicles, safer vehicles, um, better engineering in roads, education. Everybody knows you shouldn't drive impaired anymore, um, those type of things. But unfortunately, when we, we saw the pandemic, the streets might have been a little bit less crowded. And we've seen people driving at higher rates of speed. Um, and the numbers really started to surge back in the summer of 2020. And, and it was attributed to speeding, making the wrong decisions, people driving impaired. And as people are starting to return to the roads in 2021, uh, I just seen the numbers that came out uh, not too long ago from NITS of the federal government. And they said that we're looking to be almost a 24% increase for 21. And that's the highest they've ever seen year over year since they've been collecting the data. And that's not good. That's not a good trend to have. Yeah. And I think, and I, I have no reason to think this other than intuition, maybe as we started into the pandemic, 
a lot of people that would take public transportation or maybe only had one car in the family all of a sudden decided they needed a second car. They didn't want to be on public transportation. And there was a lot of inexperience and, and not just kids. I think, um, you know, you know, fully formed adults that were also didn't have a lot of experience because maybe they always took public transportation back and forth to work. And they, maybe they moved out of the city and, and uh, moved out to the suburbs where a second car was needed or a third car was needed. And they just didn't have that driving skill. And maybe that's part of it too. And how can the, the Ford driving skills for life program help teens as well as their parents, I guess, too? Yeah, so no, that's a good point. How it, there was a shift, and and people weren't experienced, or maybe you drove a long time ago, but you haven't driven for a long time. You've lost that experience. Again, that's it's a important message that you have to make the right decisions and and continue to practice. So the driving skills for life program that's totally free. Uh, if you want to find out where we're at, you can go to our website, drivingskillsforlife.com. Uh, it's put on by the Ford Motor Company Fund, which is the philanthropic arm of Ford Motor Company. It's all about giving back to the community. Um, so we host hands-on programs all across the country uh, where teens and parents can come out and we actually put you behind the wheel with a professional driving instructor. Um, and we'll put you through exercises like vehicle handling. What happens if you lose control of the vehicle? How do you gain control of it? We talk a lot about use of the eyes, look where you wanna go, how to turn into the slide. Uh, all the important skill sets you need to learn as a driver, we put them through. So it's a great opportunity for parents and teens to experience uh, something in a controlled environment with, with very experienced drivers. Uh, we also have web-based curriculum. Uh, if you're a parent, you can go on our website, that drivingskillsforlife.com. You can download a contract. Uh, you can take a pledge. Uh, we actually have an online learning that you can go through. Uh, and it, it's exactly like our hands-on course where it gives you all the simulations and what to do in, in various situations. But again, if you're a parent out there and you're listening, I would say the number one thing is lead by example. Look for the resources that are out there. There's a whole group of experts in your local area from your state highway departments of safety to local insurance companies, et cetera, that are out there trying to make a difference and, and giving you good resources. So take advantage of all those resources. Continue to practice. Uh, you know, if, if you're teaching your teen or anybody, a newly driver, make sure you give them experience. Uh, you don't let them be the first time they drive at night alone. Do it when do it at different times of the, the day so that they get experience. Uh, here in Michigan, it's raining today. It's turning into ice. I know a lot of people are scared to hit the road, but that's when you want to get out with your teen or, or your newly licensed driver and give them the experience because guess what? They're going to have to do that later on. And if they've experienced it before, there's a better chance they're going to have good success. So are you suggesting going on a double date with your kids? <laughs> you know, if they'll allow you to do it, I, I would, <laughs> I would say, why not? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It could be could could work. It could be eye opening for everyone. The driving skills for life program. It's, it's a, it's a fairly extensive program. How long is it from start to finish? Yeah. So if you come to one of our hands-on programs, it's a good four hour course. Uh, we typically do them on the weekends. Uh, we find that it's great to get parents out and put them through training as well. Uh, so we have a morning and an afternoon, typically on a Saturday and a Sunday when we come to your area. And again, it's totally free. If you go to our website, that drivingskillsforlife.com, uh, you'll be able to sign up for our notification list. And when we come to your area, we'll let you know 
first come first serve. Uh, we'll, we'll, ho we'll host over 400 teens and parents in a typical weekend. So it's a great opportunity to, to get some experience and, and get a, you know, experience it for yourself. Nolan, I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your day and maybe between you and I, we can make the roads a little bit safer and get those numbers back lower, back, uh, back well under where they are right now. Absolutely. I mean, it's going to take a village to make a difference. Everybody out there, if you're driving, drive defensively, hands on the wheel, eyes on the road at all times. You never know what somebody else is going to do next to you. So you got to be able to react. Things happen quickly, but hopefully, you know, together, everybody working on this, we can make a difference and bring the, bring the roads, the desk down and, and make the road safer for everyone. Absolutely. And like you said, you know, two hands on the road, eyes on uh, two hands on the wheel, eyes on the road. And I'm just going to throw in, if you see an emergency vehicle by the side of the road, slow down or pull over, move over. It, it saves lives, certainly. So, uh, Nolan, thank you very much for the time and uh, be well. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Take care, John.